for the next few minutes with our kids here, if we could have their attention and our big kids as well. Again, I, I remind you each Lord's Day, this is not just for the kids, this is for us as big kids as well. As we continue in our catechism teaching each week as families, and we, we do covet your prayers as for our families as we seek to instill God's truth into these young hearts. And we're working through the law of God presently, the Ten Commandments. And so for, I'm going to talk to the kids for a few minutes, and if I can get their attention, I, I do want to get some help with a couple questions. Let me ask you kids, and, and y'all give me some help here. What does it mean to be honest? Honesty. What is honesty? To not lie. That's a great answer. Not same thing. To not lie. All right. To confess. Maybe you've done something, and honesty means I, I'm going to bring it out. I'm going to expose it. I'm going to confess it. Anyone have anything else? Tell the truth. Yeah. I think we're hitting on kind of the, the main. Yes, sir. Was that one? Less sin? Yeah, very good. Less sin in our lives, just being honest, being people of integrity. That's a big word. And, and so I think we're hitting on it. Yes, certainly honesty means that we're telling the truth, but it actually means a little bit more than that. And y'all are already starting to hit on it. It means you live in an honest way. You live in the world around you in a way that's honest. You speak truthfully. You act truthfully. And the fact is, we live in a world, and tell me if you've ever heard this language before, we're self-centered. Now, maybe a little bit self-explanatory, but what does it mean to be self-centered? What do you think? Perfect. All right. We focus everything on ourselves. we got the whole world around us, but we're going to live as though I am the center of the world and everyone else lives to serve me. It's all about me. Anyone, does everyone agree with that? Or anybody want to add to that? Yeah. yeah. I think some of our big, big kids back here would agree. We live in a world that even as we continue to grow and mature, is becoming increasingly self-centered. Another word we may use is selfish. Do your parents ever talk to you about your being very selfish? What does it mean to be, I see RJ laughing over here. When have you been told you've been selfish? What do you do? Last night, do you mind sharing a little bit of the discussion, or is it too personal? Who was being selfish, you or the brother? <laughs> we'll stop it right there. Selfishness, self-centeredness, it's a reality in the world that we live. But we're here to worship God. We're here to think about God, who he is. And God has given us a lot of attributes about himself. We can talk about God being Holy, and you probably talk about these in your home. He's holy, he's righteous, he's good, he's merciful, there's wrath. But one of God's attributes is his love. His love. And that means so much more than just his ooey-gooey, he loves me so much. For some, for some reason, that's kind of when we talk about God's love, that's what comes to our mind first. His, his, oh, he loves me so much. But it's more than that. God's love is his commitment to his people, to others. His commitment to himself overflowing into his commitment to other people. And did you know God created us in his image? Which means part of our responsibility as image bearers of God in the world, if he's a God of love, is to reflect to the world around us God's love. To reflect his love for other people. And that's what in the commandments 6, 7, and 8 the focus is upon. Not being self-centered, but 
reflecting God's love to those around us. Let me read the catechism question for this week, and then we'll do the answer, and I'll have you repeat after me the question, and then I'll read the answer, and you can repeat after me as well. This is the catechism question for this, this week. Question, what does God require in the 6th, 7th, and 8th commandments? Sixth, that we do not hurt or hate our neighbor. Seventh, that we live purely and faithfully. Eighth, that we do not take without permission that which belongs to someone else. And again, these catechism questions come straight out of God's word. Let me read from Exodus chapter 20. Beginning in verse 13, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, and you shall not steal. You see, our catechism questions are drawing out each of those three commandments from God. And these are commandments where God says, this is how I want my people to relate to other people, to those around you. I want the, those people you come in contact with in your home or when you go to the store or when you, you go and hang out with your friends. This is how I want you to relate to other people. And behind each of these commandments, don't steal, adultery, and murder, is wanting to do something that's all about you. Why do you steal something? Who can give me that? Why do you steal? Who's at the center when you steal something? Because I'm greedy? Because what? Yes, sir. There you go. God has given something to somebody else. He didn't give it to you, but you just said something so important. You want what they have. It's all about you, isn't it? What were you going to say? That's all right. What I'm hearing, I hear you going down the same path. He's, your brother there is going down. And so absolutely, behind these commandments is I am selfish, I'm self-centered. Somebody else has something, I want it. Thou shalt not steal. They have it. I want it. Thou shalt not commit adultery. I'm going to let your parents deal with that. Somebody else has something. You want it. Thou shalt not lie. I'm, I'm, it's all about me. I'm going to make it all about what I want. All of these things flow out of a heart in which you are the center. Now, let, this is a very important question. We'll end with this. Who's supposed to be at the center? Who is supposed to be at the center of our lives? God is. God is. And so the commandments are commanding us to keep God at the center of, of our lives. Keep Him. Keep Christ at the center. Understand that the things that you have are the things God has given to you. And if God has given it to somebody else, well, in His kindness, in His goodness, He knows better than we do. He's not withholding from you. He gives us what we need. And so the law, again, continues to point us to God. In God is everything that we need. We don't have to steal from somebody else. We don't have to take their stuff. God and God is in Christ is everything that we need. And so the commandments continue to drive us to keep God at the center of our lives.